0: People are watching these games and every game is the same two jerseys.
1: Yeah. It's odd. Uh, it's odd. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Whatever. Save the oceans, I guess. Yeah. Yes. It's hard for me to listen to my
2: sons talk about clothing. I don't know. <laughs> Brothers Podcast, presented by Brotherly Game, and I'm AJ down in Fredericksburg, joined by my co-host and my brother. <laughs> Luke. I'm up here in Philly, episode 118. Thanks for joining us. Now nice. Done. All
0: right. So, welcome to the episode, guys. <laughs> um. If you haven't noticed, uh, we've got a special guest tonight. That was not me and Luke reading the intro. That was Mr. Doopy Dad, a uh, friend of the pod.
1: Um, friend of the pod. <laughs>
0: am I? <laughs> he might might be the founder. I don't know. I don't know. Something like uh, that. Also, anyway.
1: third time guest, right, Dad?
0: 13 minutes. Yeah, he beat out uh, Harriel and Jonathan. So pretty good. Yeah. And, and Morgan, too. Didn't we have Morgan on twice? Technically. Yeah. And Harrell was technically twice. So. Yeah, yeah. And we had two Aronson brothers, so that's kind of a two. So there we he's on the league company right now. is the yeah. only three-time uh, guest. So I'm honored. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess that means we need to make more friends. Yeah, I think that's so. so. Right. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, it's episode 118. We're going to talk about the Portland game. Uh, it's, sorry, it's been a while since we've recorded. Um, Luke has been uh ghosting me but that's okay um
1: <laughs> yeah it's my fault
0: of uh, a handful of games that we missed and then the second half of the episode will be a grab bag of fun stuff including aronson um twitter parlay kits random soccer topics and then a game him him or other um, <laughs> so yeah let's 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 talk about uh do you want to jump into portland or before portland
1: um, I mean, we could touch on before Portland because because we haven't talked in a while, but it's been a pretty um, not great run of form, and kind of makes it feel good that we haven't podcasted well because those other podcasts would have been uh, way less fun, being that it yeah, was yeah we
0: talked about it, but we just didn't want to bore people.
1: Yeah, so. we didn't record it. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so looking at just kind of the games, uh, and it's not going to be a groundbreaking theory, but it feels like the union play really good when they want to play really good. And then they just don't get up for other games. And so if you're looking at uh, Montreal at home, like that's not a huge, like as much as we could say, Oh, they're a good team in the East. uh, Like who really cares? It's Montreal tied one, one bad draw. Then they got up for the Nashville game. One, one, that, that was a big one. National TV stadium opening two, two against LAFC. Um, Obviously, legendary matchup there preview of uh, MLS cup potentially um open cup no we only had to touch on that lost to Orlando um Red Bull and Chester that's the that was kind of a letdown obviously but yeah. at the same time it's not like yeah yeah it's a rival but at the same time a rivalry game in the middle of May isn't as big as that game in September on October or the playoffs
1: that, Miami that was still the most frustrating game though this stretch
0: yeah uh, but then the one right after it was also very frustrating too yeah it was that's Miami at home so it's just like and then and then obviously we beat Portland on the road big uh playing against a good team and it seems like we kind of got into a funk where we played to the level of the competition um and so, with that said, this weekend we have New England. So I don't know where that puts us. Uh, but that, that's just kind of how I felt like with this whole stretch of games and us not winning for about a month.
1: Yeah, and I, this definitely was the toughest stretch I think we're gonna have to go through in this season. And playing against yeah, like some tough teams and, and just like some tough scheduling. So I think it was a matter of just survival. Um, they, you know, they still you know a bunch of ties, but they haven't lost. Since, still since that Toronto game way back when mm-hmm. so they they survived you know that they, they they got through this this month we said it was gonna be really tough and they I know there's still the one one game left uh, I guess new England but it's it's about kind of what we expected from when we like previewed this month um that it wasn't gonna like you know we weren't gonna continue that the hot form that we were on that when we were you know at top of the east you know by by a good margin uh to start the month um and now we're still top of the East, East with um, NYC kind of chopping another bit below us, but I think we're in a pretty good spot considering the, the the tough schedule that it was.
0: Yeah. These ties, as much as they were boring and not fun, these are the same games that we would be losing three years ago, four years ago. Mm-hmm. And so be able to scrap out some stupid one, one pointers rather than zero pointers. It, it, you know, but we kept them at the top of the table. Yeah. yeah. Like it, this was clearly a slump slump of a month and we're still at the top of the table yeah they're
2: the, they're the only team that's lost one game all year there's a couple of teams that lost three but nobody else has I mean just one loss out of 13 games that's that's hard to find too much fault in definitely only dropping points in one game
0: yeah yeah 20 with zero points in one game yeah that's crazy
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah no one no one's even lost two yeah that's so we can oh wait no yeah wow yeah. yeah, I knew we'd only lost one. I didn't realize there was no teams that have even lost only two. Yeah. Yeah. We're really good at that.
1: All <laughs> <Anyway. laughs> Let's get into the Portland game. Um... Yeah,
0: yeah. I kind of forgot we were recording. Um, <laughs> yeah. The Portland game. Uh, love. And I, I know people hate these late kickoffs, but call me crazy. I, I love, I love it. You know, it's like everyone in the house goes to sleep and it's just me, my big TV and some beer Late at night and just watching these games. These games just are games that the union always seem to make worthwhile. Yeah, I, I would. I don't know why anyone would ever go to sleep for a ten thirty kickoff because you know you're gonna miss something good. Um
1: Yeah, and it feels like I don't know. Like Twitter gets a little more fun because people are like, it's all just like the 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 people committed to the union and like they were all just kind of joking around because it's. That's kind of the old people, only people that are staying up that later are the people watching this game, so it feels very active, and it's, it's just like a I don't know makes it makes it kind of fun, and and yeah, definitely it, you made it worth it especially this game,
0: right? Starting hot, Gazdag, oh Harriel, throwing the ball, Bedoya, Gazdag, what a fun way to start the game, yeah, what a fun fun I... way to make it worth staying up. Like if you had any any reservations about staying up late, that that ended it right there because. uh, Man, what a fun way to start the game!
1: Yeah, I mean, Gazdag like is becoming probably my favorite player on the, uh, on the Eden with just how efficient he is and his, his ability in the box with his tight touches and his this little acrobatic kind of bicycle kick to just to get it on goal and in the way that it did. It's he just impresses and keeps impressing with every game. It's it's been fun.
0: Yeah, he's definitely in the top three Hungarians that I've been a fan of. <laughs> Top three.
1: Yeah, good, nice.
0: Um, do you think that uh, the Union have been more effective this year on throw-ins because they had the Liverpool throw-in coach?
1: I mean, maybe this game especially stood out because Harry was throwing in some bombs into the box, and Portland was had no answer to it. And I feel like every time that those throw-ins went in there, it like it, it looked like it was it should have been a goal. It was I feel like partially because of how Portland. How poorly they were they were handling it but I, I, we definitely figured something out with these throw-ins and and harrow can throw it far and vagner as well but it's it's got to be something with with whatever he's doing I, I can't exactly pinpoint what is different but it it maybe it's just the length of the throw-ins is is, is causing problems
0: yeah I, yeah i didn't know if there was like and, and bedoya kind of seems to run the same same route on the throw-ins as he does on corners yeah for that that flick on yeah definitely um, it's just Treating them more as an attacking thing rather than a possession thing.
1: Yeah, it's more like a set piece than just keeping the ball.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Mark, do we do we dare talk about Martinez? I know it's. it's I mean, he made this basement.
1: <laughs> I think he played. That was. It looked like I felt like it was his best game of the season. He was definitely up for it, and I definitely playing with sw- <laughs> yeah. some some swagger in this game and. I don't know. I feel like he was, he was, all right. We'll we'll let Doopy dad go have his piece.
2: No, I think he had a good game because he didn't, he didn't give up any goals. Uh, I I don't think he was uh, at fault because they had a shutout. Um, And I know they've only given up nine goals all year. Uh, And I guess he has a a role in, in that success, but. You know, in my research that I've done, <laughs> Here we very detailed research on all nine goals that the Union have given up this year, he he's had a role, a pretty significant role in six of them. like Giveaways, <laughs> stupid giveaways yeah. that, that have led to, you know, 66.67% but... mm-hmm. of the goals that the team has given up. And, you know, I, I, I know he, he has a role to play, and I know he's... Um, you guys enjoy watching him play. And I mean, I, I like watching him play for the most part, but I think he's still, he's, he's, he makes, he's, he's too careless for me. He's careless with the way he, he sometimes plays out of the back. He's gotten better. I mean, I'm sure they're, they're, they're yelling at him all the time because I, I, I've seen some improvement in the way he distributes the ball, but still he, he can never make the simple pass it's always got to be the complicated pass and the complicated move. And it doesn't matter where he is, if he's inside the 18 um, or not, he's, he's, he's just doing that. And it, and it drives me crazy to watch him play sometimes. And, 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 you know, that's, that's just where I really like Elliot playing at the six um, with Finley and Glesnason backing him up. And, and, and I think you just get, you just get a lot more consistency and, and, Um, I just don't lose my mind watching, watching, (laughs) sorry. So I'll, I'll shut up now.
1: No, I I get that. And I definitely agree with a lot of that in, in that he's frustrating with his decision-making out of the back. That's something that I, I, I I've, I've seen a lot as well. Um, but he, he just is such a difference maker in like his just defensive, like bulldog mentality. Like he brings such a presence to to our defense that, if it were Ellie, game in game out, it, it'd be a different looking defense. And the way, like, like this game in Portland, like shows that, like, with his, like, yeah, he has a big, he, he has a big um, attitude, big personality on the field, and that, and that carries a lot, a lot of weight. And especially playing against a team with Diego Char who's like a legendary number six in this league. Martinez lived like he he wanted that that battle with him, and he he wanted to to be a bit of the villain in this game, and and he like he owns that, and 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 it makes him. I feel like it makes him better. So I feel like that that that's like that's like a, a unique special type of player that has this, that kind of ability to to step up into that role, and I feel like he's without him, this this defense kind of loses a bit of that bite.
0: Um. Yeah. Uh... I don't know. Martinez. Well, if you want to talk about Elliot at the six and that Miami game, we looked so bad in that game. It was one of the worst games I've seen the union play. I mean, because of Elliot at the six, because the team wasn't working and, and Martinez is, I, I think Martinez is the guy who took us from where we were to where we are now, starting with that LAFC game where he came in and, um, Gave us something that we never had with Madunian and never had with uh, Brian Carroll. Just a guy who, you know, was getting in there, getting bloody, and also wants the ball on his foot. And and now I feel like we don't have many players, and have not had many players in the past who are going to be that alpha player out on the field who demand the ball on their foot, want to do something with it. And I I think he's just shown that. I don't know, we I don't know it, it's. Yeah, I, mean, I I get I, where you don't want him dribbling out of the box, but at the same time, like he provides so much that the team would it we would not be the same team. I th- yeah. I think if we don't have him, then I I think we are going to struggle in so many more ways than giving up a couple of goals because of giveaways. I think I think we're going to give up a lot more attacks. I think teams will just eat us up through the middle. I mean, there are just so many decent 10s who who i think would just tear elliot apart whereas martinez does not get messed around with yeah uh, I, I don't know you, you, got, you got like no, zella on reynoso um uh, who else have we played against this year uh no. who hasn't done anything um lafc they gave they had two let's see I uh, I think he's very lucky that he has such
2: talent behind him. I think Lesnes mm-hmm. and Elliot, Harriel and Wagner have, have all have all picked up at many times for him for his mistakes. I mean I think I think it could be much worse than than it is. I mean he's got he's got he gets careless yellow cards. you know you, you're never sure if he's going to be able to play for the next game because of his yellow card accumulation. I mean it's ridiculous. Um, to to just always have to worry about this guy. Yeah, I like the bite. I mean, of course, so that's a Philly thing. You, you like the bite, but there's this level of carelessness that um, I think the team can do without, and, and I think he puts them at risk. And, I, you know, it, you never know if he's going to finish a game. Um, so I think it could be a lot worse than it is. I think he's fortunate to have the best defense behind him in the league, the best keeper in the league behind him. Um, And I I I I I have seen improvement in the way he distributes the ball, like the past couple of games. I I, I know they must be on him for for making the impossible pass over the simple pass, you know, most of the time. And that's just that's just tough to watch. But um, he's he's just got it build a little bit more soccer maturity for for such a critical position i think and 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 if he can then i think they 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 really can be you know contending for
0: the championship i would love to see a stat and it would be so hard to figure out but of how many times our defense plays him a ball or he receives a ball with a guy within like 3 yards of him where he has to do something to keep the ball. And he, he does that so much more than I think any other player could where he, he turns out of uh, like double teams all the time. I mean, he's just put in so many positions where it's very hard to succeed and very hard to, uh, I don't know, keep, keep possession where he does. Um, and, and maybe that's where he has made some careless mistakes because he's been given the ball in the 18 and okay. he, needs to get out of it when you know he he maybe should just play it out for a throwing or whatever but he wants to try to keep it
1: I, I i also i also think part of it is is just the union's playing style like when he's in those positions the union make the try to make their transition to offense as quickly as possible so he if that's that's like their mentality and their and their st- play of style he's going to be trying to find the quick Pass to to Gazdag or someone up further up the field to, to open up that that offensive break, and and that's a risky pass. And those are and, and so it's it's more difficult or more prevalent when he makes those mistakes because he's making those those he's trying to make those passes out of a defensive position where where it's yeah like you're saying he's in in tough spots and it's a turnover is you know obviously closer to goal so it's a little more dangerous. But I think a part of it is just the Union playing style of those quick transitions and trying to make that that aggressive ball as quickly as possible and, and he's he is trying to look for those and it's and it's not coming off and maybe he's not shouldn't always be looking for those balls but i think that that is part of just the union's playing style not just his mentality
0: i guess i'd also just say like you know we we can run our mouths and pretend like we know what we're talking about but it, truth be told none of us do but there are guys over in europe who know what they're doing go to right. your room
2: and they're, <laughs> and they're
0: Guys over in Europe want him on their team, so I guess that tells tells us something about who's right on this argument. You know, the guys on Europe who think he's really good, or the guy who thinks he's he's a terrible player. And the reason I know we've all given up nine goals and we're in first place and only have one loss, but I think I think the guy that is our center defensive midfielder is probably probably crap. With those stats.
2: Oh boy. You're, you're the you're the first one that i'll i'll reach out to again when he, when he
0: gives up another <laughs> All right. hey if you want me to text you every time he uh you know chases back to cover for uh covering for the center back or uh, covering for Harriel or wagner when they're called up field. if, if I'll, i mean i can i mean i'll look forward to that my uh
1: the next, the next I, I think okay, we uh, should move on, guys. I think we've, we've talked I'm about down, him for I'm about 15 acting. minutes.
0: I mean, I, I'll blow it up, man. <laughs> uh, all
2: right, to be continued. Yeah.
1: All right, cool. All right, so yeah, back to this Portland 2 0 win. Um, Santos got the second goal, and I feel like this was one of his better games of the season. And, and he really was, even before the goal, really active and, and was making a lot of great runs. What did you guys see of him, and do you think he's kind of running into form possibly?
0: Um, I think I think one of the most interesting things was after he scored, he ran right up to Martinez and said, "This is because of you." <laughs> <laughs> um, but otherwise, yeah, yeah, I think he had a. He deep- said this be- despite. What <laughs> he- <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he had a solid game, but I think, I mean, if we want to talk about consistent, uh, if just going back to Martinez not being sure how often he's, or if you can count on him, I'm not ever going to count on Santos. Um, period i'll just leave that sentence there i I, mean, I can't count on him to be healthy two weeks in a row i can't count on him to play 90 minutes and so it's nice to have a good game but i think one of the things we like about Carranza um is that he's playing tough he's playing uh technical he's aggressive he's playing our style and we can count on him and that's something we haven't really had with a uh striker is something that we can just count on to not only score goals but do all of this extra stuff mm-hmm. and he, he's reliable and i i think it's great for santos to have a great game and it'd be nice if we can string this together but has he really provided uh, evidence that we can rely on him and think i mean hopefully you uh can provide some stability like, yeah. uh, i
1: mean yeah that's the thing like we we're hoping you would be the just it'd be just be him and kranz running it but i mean so far we we just haven't seen that yet so it's i i just it'd be nice to see santos getting some confidence and getting some form to be able to pick up when while you was still you know getting back to 100 percent.
0: and also like how many times has santos gotten in behind the defense like I feel like it hasn't been that many this year. Yeah. I, and Uwe was done it maybe four or five times in his like two games or whatever. Yeah. And that's just, I, I just feel like that's a big part of Santos's game. It is Yeah. I, running really fast.
1: It just feels like it has been like a confidence thing for him. Cause I feel like there has been times where he's gotten into good positions, but he's looking for a pass rather than, than for the shot. And I think it's just because of his, his lack of goal production and, and consistency where i think it's maybe a little bit on his his confidence where maybe a game like this could could bump him back into into form and maybe he's looking to looking at goal a little more
2: yeah one goal so far that was his
0: first yeah yeah the yep. mm-hmm.
1: but he's he's had a handful of assists and like i don't know yeah i, I i'm kind of just hoping he, he he becomes a little bit more reliable because it, we've seen burke's Ber- feels like he's taking a step back and hasn't really been per- effective at all so if well, if he was still not going to be as consistent of a starter with injuries or whatever, like I, I it, it's nice to at least have a third guy that we can get production out of a, a, as a starter. Right.
0: Yeah, we came into the season thinking we we're going to have four. Yeah. Four strikers on the depth chart, and right now we have one.
1: Basically. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah and I'm sure he feels pressure
2: too. I mean, he sure he sees the writing on the wall with you and Carranza and you know when he's right. in, he's, he feels <laughs> like he has to has to form
1: and yeah because he was a, a pretty big signing when we when we did sign him yeah. and it's been you know obviously a couple of years but you know he, he, that was kind of his his role when when he was signed to step in and be the big striker mm-hmm.
0: but yeah yeah i mean it just you would think that he would not go down so easily all the time if you've got this pressure of a striker trying to take your place like it just it just seems like his there's a weird mindset where it's like someone's trying to come for your job like don't yeah he's, lay down on the ground so often like yeah. and then just he's get a up he's pretty and big play. dude too I mean, yeah it's not like he's a fragile looking
1: i feel sick. like that's just some of like there's just strikers that do that they're just trying to go for the yeah that's yeah. just a the striker style they're trying to like draw the fouls and i don't know we've seen like tactic castellanos do that so many times and it's frustrating but there is ways to make it effective, and I don't know if he's exactly doing that or should be relying on that. But I feel like it is kind of just like a playing style.
0: Yeah, I like, did. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Castellanos. I I would play him in a very different.
1: No, I know, I know, but like that well, yeah, he yeah, does yeah. do that yeah. that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: all right. Do all you right. want to do union best, union worst? Do you have any other points?
0: Oh uh, yeah, let's get the union best, union worst. Um, let me think. Let me think. Let me think.
1: Dad, all do right. you want? Do you have a union best?
0: I
2: am still has have, have been and will always be a Gadzag fan I yeah. think he's he's proven his worth you know he's he's putting the ball in the net he's the offense goes through the guy mm-hmm. you know uh, you know unless you have McGlynn out there uh, Gazdag's the guy that that's got to create the offense you know and he's really good at passing ball control and he and he's putting the ball in the net too and, yeah. and he, he did that so i would say
0: i vote for daniel
1: nice
2: what the one of the three
0: best hungarians you you, top three (laughs) top three hungarians yeah nice well second half the episode i'll release my uh my full list of 10 10. (laughs) top 10 (laughs) all time play for the union uh luke luke what about you you got a best
1: uh yeah i mean i'm gonna i'm sorry dad i'm gonna go with martinez as the best in this game that was he was a joy to watch in this one and it was a lot of fun so yeah (laughs) yeah
0: uh i'm not gloating uh, that's what I was going to take just to be a, a yeah. thinker, but um, just just to be different. Um, uh, oh yeah, Bedoya. Bedoya had a pretty good game. I will say I thought he had a good game. Um, it was going to be him or Elliot for me, but nice. Yeah, I'll, I'll say Elliot. Anyone? Anyone have a worst?
1: Mm, I feel like Karanza maybe had a bit of an off game where he like there was a couple plays. Where he just missed a pass or or, or or made the right wrong decision, um, so maybe like uh, not not a bad game, but for him, not his best.
0: Interesting. Now, the cool thing about that is every, every time he made a mistake, you know who the first person to encourage him and try to coach him up was?
1: Gostek. <laughs> I'm just guessing. <laughs>
0: is martinez oh. i'm just making a martinez i didn't have a worst luke was the worst for not getting that joke
1: crazy. all right well let's just end it then
0: all right cool so uh let's take a break after this um we'll talk about our our friend of the pod brendan aronson um took our advice and then uh other stuff so come back after this <laughs> hey guys tv brothers podcast presented by the brotherly league game thanks for coming back uh, A.J. Luke and Doopy dad. Uh, um, friend of the pod, Brendan Aronson, making moves, making money. And we, we always suggested to him, like, hey, go to Europe, do your thing, young man, and then go to a bigger team. And he's he's doing it. So um, I don't know what our commission check will be for our uh, mentorship, but um, –
1: I mean, according to ten, Union are going to get about five million from this this deal, so we should get maybe a couple of dollars from that.
0: Uh probably. Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, uh, Leeds. What do you think? Good spot for them?
1: Yeah, I feel I feel like it's like the most ideal spot possible. You know, JC March, the American coach who we played under before. This their whole style fits in perfectly. It's a lower Premier League team, so he'll. Most likely get more minutes than if you went to like you know Arsenal or Chelsea or whatever. So I think it's like it's pretty perfect, and I'm really excited about it.
0: Yeah, I, I think they have cool jerseys too.
1: Yeah, I did. I like their their the one the purpley ones that they they ended the season with, but I don't know if that's next year's jersey. They're no, kind of yeah,
0: and someone someone will correct you if you're wrong on that. <laughs> they're,
2: they're fun to watch. They're, yeah, they're, they're very entertaining. They they play all over the field and. Very up-tempo game. I think he'll fit right in with that. Does?
0: Here's here's a random soccer topic. Not so random, but maybe big soccer topic. Does the way the season ended on Sunday, with the wildness of the the title and relegation, does that make you want pro-rel for MLS more? Or do you enjoy the playoffs more?
1: I mean we kind of get a little bit of that with decision day being like who what's which teams are going to make playoffs or not like i know it's kind of a lesser stakes um than obviously pro but you get a little bit of that on decision day there's some excitement there and then we get playoffs which are way exciting like every round and there's way more of it basically because it's you know almost like a month of really fun soccer
0: yeah so i think we, we get
1: more entertainment value out of our our system i think
0: yeah there's just something about the intensity. Like, we might get more, but I think the level of the intensity, um, and I only caught it on the radio for, like, the last 10 minutes, but knowing that the Burnley players are on the field, and, I, again, I was just listening on the radio, um, playing, knowing that if they don't win this game, they are out of the league. Like, that's such an intense yeah. thing. And then the on the top end, obviously, like, this one game, one goal here, one goal there, so intense. The slip of a defender can completely change your entire season. Um, it, it just a level of intensity. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and I'm not for rel right now, but Sunday was very cool, and I, yeah. I got the microcosm of it.
1: Yeah, um, but it's like we get that too, like because we can watch these all these games, which is really, really cool, and we get to, you know if we if we're fans of those teams we, you, you're connected to them but then we also have mls so it's you get some of each i don't i don't know i think it's fine that we have different systems too
2: yeah i think culturally it's it's you know the u.s is very comfortable with the playoff format and being able to you know not have the pressure that you just talked about i, I you know we were watching the Leeds the game the week before when they, in the, mm-hmm. like the last few minutes, they tied just to get that one point and mm-hmm. save their season, basically. Mm-hmm. And it was just a heck of a goal and the way the fans went crazy mm-hmm. um, with one game left for a team that's, you know, pretty close to the bottom and how, how dramatic that mm-hmm. was. I mean, it's kind of what you were just talking about. But culturally, I think, yeah, our playoff system works in this country because that's, you know, it's just the way we're, we've adapted to it.
1: Mm-hmm. In, yep.
2: England and other countries that, have the pro reg you know it's it works for them so <laughs> I, I i think luke's right we, we, we can kind of enjoy the both and mm-hmm. um
1: yeah I, I almost feel like we're mls is like established enough that we're almost past the point where we would need perel to be like a valid league i don't right. know i feel like our, our you know the playing level has, has increased and it continues to increase and in investment and all that that like I don't know if Pro Rel even moves the needle in like, you know, viewership or anything like that. Like I think they're doing okay with, without it. I know there's like other reasons for ProRel, but like I don't know if it's exactly like necessary for MLS to move keep continue moving up in like the world.
0: Yeah, and I'm not I'm not calling for it. I just you know, it just no. there's different level. I know yeah. people are like, oh well, yeah, but there were like eight games on Sunday that meant absolutely nothing. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, you can make the same argument for the end of the MLS season for, like, five teams where they've been out of the playoffs since September and yeah. they just have to go out and get their butts kicked by everyone
1: mm-hmm.
0: with, like, nothing to fight for other than, you know, hoping to get moved to another team in the next year. Yeah. So, there's just arguments on both sides, obviously. Yeah. Um, what else do we want to talk about? Yeah. Um, i'm gonna skip that one uh Parlay kit was released today
1: uh i think we just leaked today but oh, yeah
0: okay. was it on the mls website i feel like yeah, I, saw it.
1: I feel like no one actually made like actual posts about them like the union didn't like post about it or anything that i've seen so like i don't know if it's actually officially released but they're out there
0: didn't brotherly game put something out
1: yeah but like that's what i'm saying like it's not like like you need to do like promo you know, videos or photos or, like, anything like that, like, announcing the kit, and it hasn't really been announced. It just kind of is out there.
0: Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah.
1: But, so, yeah, they're but... still un- super underwhelming because it's a light, based, like, a white jersey with very light pink accents for the union, and they, the opposing teams have, like, a dark bluish with some orange-red treatment, similar to, like, last year's darker versions of their parlay kits. I don't know. They seem a little... Little boring, little bland this year, and I don't know what the point is because we're like well past Earth Day, which usually is when they do these kits.
0: Oh, good point.
1: So it's kind of it feels a little random, but maybe there's there's something else that goes with it that I'm that I'm thinking not thinking about, but I don't know. They're, this year they feel a little uh, a little underwhelming. Yeah.
0: Do you think there's an MLS side agenda to get uh, Earth Day moved to June?
1: <laughs> I think it's just the the supply issues got them. Delayed so much that this is when they get them. Extra That's money. probably my the, the, my assumption. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah,
0: all right, yeah, yeah. You sent me that picture of the jersey, and I I could barely see it. White on white background is a tough way to present a jersey. Definitely. Um, it looks like there is some texture on it, but yeah, it's very hard to see. Yep. Uh, it's also always a weird thing and always a complaint when people are watching these games and every game is the same two jerseys yeah
1: it's uh, odd it's odd yeah
0: yeah whatever save the oceans i guess yeah.
1: yeah it's
2: hard for me to listen to my sons talk about clothing
0: i don't know man. <laughs> all right but let's talk about our, so how many oceans have they saved because we only have seven left <laughs> but these probably jerseys are saving them so how many did we start with and how many of we, I don't know. That's, those are the stats that I need to see. I yeah. think there was one that we started with, so actually we're doing well. So these have increased their number of oceans. Yeah. So I think I'm all for Parlay Kids. I think they <laughs> great. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, US national team roster was released this week. Speaking of Brendan Aronson and Saving the Oceans, um, <laughs> yeah, they're unrelated. Um, so what, what did you guys think? And then I'll tell you why you're wrong.
1: Um, I, I think this roster feels about right with the guys that are available and, you know, there's some left off that are either injured or, you know, there's like waiting guys like potentially getting moved to different clubs. So I, I feel like this, is, this is, this one makes sense. And there's a couple guys that are actually interesting that I, that I want to see like uh, Haji Wright and Joe Scally, and uh, there's that, that kid Malik Tillman from, from the Bayern system, which. I've never who I've never seen, and he's really young, so I don't know if he's actually going to get minutes. But it could be a, a cool, uh, talented player to see for the future. Um, I just I don't know how much the, this roster really means for the the World Cup roster. I feel like that's I, I don't know what guys could really break in. Like if Haji Wright really lights it up in these four games, if he if he really could make enough of a case to get into the uh, the World Cup roster. I know there's actually more games this summer, but I, it, I feel like it's it's going to be tough for anyone like like maybe George Mihaljic too could could make a case because he's been playing pretty, really well for MLS. Um But I don't know. It's just interesting. These a couple of guys that it's like there's enough interest in this in this roster with with you guys, but enough guys that we want to see more of for the the World Cup. So I think it's it strikes it, it a good balance. Yeah, I'd say I
0: feel like most of this roster in this camp is more for the behind the scenes. Like, yeah, some players will get a run out and they might put themselves up in a position to be like player 24 25 26 mm-hmm. but yeah it doesn't seem like there's too much based on the playing that will impact but if you come in and you know how's Wright really takes the berhalter coaching style and stuff like that then then it might give him more of a thought like okay well or a, a guy who i've heard a lot christian rolled in i've heard or mm-hmm. been seeing quotes from guys saying that like he's such an amazing team player and he's he's super helpful on the bench um even when he's not playing. Where I feel like that stuff will probably be more important to Greg Berhalter than, you know, playing against the Maracas or uh, Granadas. Like, yeah, you know.
1: yeah, I think that's fair. You have
2: to create incentive for players to stay sharp and and want to prove themselves at the national team level and and create opportunities for these new guys to come in. And I I, I just want to see some of these new guys like mm-hmm. like you. Were about i'd love to see some of these new guys but i do i do not want to see deandre yedlin I, I i know what he's about you know and putting throwing him out there is to me a waste of time i you know the, the these these games yeah they mean something but if you're really trying to get ready for the world cup which is the most important competition then you know and you've got decisions to make and players you know 18 to 24 you know, this is this is the time for these players to step up and give them a chance and, and not trot out the same guys that, that we've been seeing, you know. there There's still guys on this roster that Um. I don't want to say. I, I want to see new guys, and so I'm hoping they get a chance to prove themselves.
0: Love yeah. to see them. What, what new guys are not here that you want to see? For me, yeah, uh, yeah I just was. No, I, I see some new guys. Oh, you here. see? Oh, okay, I yeah, you. That I want to see. I, I, I guess i was see. asking, like, what, who was left off that? Uh, yeah, you'd like to see, but yeah, no. I got gotcha, gotcha, yeah. you, I got gotcha. I you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm bummed that Zardes isn't in here. Um, <laughs> you know, I, think, <laughs> I, I think Zardes is. No,
2: Zardes. Zardes now, uh, I mean, you know what he can do. I mean, you know what I'm you know just, what can do. We we yeah. watched him come in and play a few minutes for Miami. And, and it's it's not like, you know, this guy needs
0: to show you what he can do. You know what he can do. Mm-hmm. And, and it's very, very specific.
1: Yeah. I, I wonder
0: I, about Mark McKenzie. I was, I was kind of thinking yeah. he would get a chance, but he, he's had a chance. And so a guy like Carmen Car- Cameron Carter Vickers and uh, Eric Palmer Brown, they really have not had much of a chance as, as much as he has in the past year. So it might be, you know, Mark, we know what you got. Uh, we know where you stand these other guys we don't know and so that those those guys might be Have able a chance. to yeah yeah
1: Correct. and it yeah because i feel like the two question marks for the roster into the going, going to the world cup is who's gonna be our other center back to replace miles robinson and who's going to be the forward and yeah like it, be, it yeah like i was that you could bring up a good point with with mckenzie like who if, is he going to actually get a chance or is it going to be one of these guys and then on the forward forward side is it going to be ferrer or is it going to be you know, Timoja, Haji right, like I, these guys could hopefully continue to make a case that we have someone to be confident in as a as a striker and then as a another center back to go along with Zimmerman. So I feel like those are the real, like actual, like pressing points to, to, that we are gonna want to see from from this roster. But we'll see if do these these why, actual guys are the guys that are not that will make that case.
0: Do we know why P Fox not here?
1: I don't know if there's a real reason. I think it's, I, oh, okay. I, I, I didn't don't know. know.
0: I, I, I didn't know if maybe there was anything, but just, maybe there
1: yeah. is that I, I just don't know, but
0: yeah. Um, and I was also surprised that Haji Wright has not gotten any caps. I thought, I thought maybe he had in the past, but I guess not.
1: I think just for the youth, youth teams.
0: Gotcha. Um, yeah. Like Jordan Morris, I would rather have him not in there and have P. Falk. I, I think Jordan Morris has a, uh, I think he's run his course. Um, I think if you have to choose between Paul Areola or Jordan Morris, I'm taking Areola right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Areola is playing playing real well for Dallas, but yeah. Um, cool. All right, cool.
1: I, I think you All guys right. have some topics you want to cover.
0: Yeah, Dad, you got some soccer stuff. <laughs> 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 uh,
2: well, until 1991, soccer was illegal in Mississippi. Did you know that? Oh. Uh, no. I don't. Yeah, got to check with our cousin
0: Abby on that. Yeah.
2: See what's what the story is down there. But yeah. And
0: any of our Mississippi listeners feel free to uh, challenge that. Yeah. <laughs> Call in. Call in right now.
2: <laughs> um. Let's see. Let me give you something else that's interesting. Um. The fastest red card in history was given to a player two seconds into the game. Wow. wow details or his name was lee todd lee todd and mm-hmm. and soccer was invented in fact in the early 1800s uh by really by a group of prisoners in london's newgate prison um they were given a ball but all of them had their hands cut off for their crime so they had to learn to come up with a game just using their feet so
1: yeah i i just feel like i don't I believe this i feel like i've heard other stories that are more believable of how soccer started but yeah i Dad, i think you gave me a book about the history of soccer that gave a different story than this so I, I'm, I'm skeptical of that one
2: well i'm just reading what i see on the internet Well, that's so I, I guess that it has be to be right then yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I wrote it
0: <laughs> go ahead AJ's. he's on my blog <laughs> All right. Uh, so my game is, uh, him or him, but so <laughs> here's how it's going to work. I'm going to give you two players, and then you're going to have to guess what the question is and then answer it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All
0: right. And so, so I think the first one you might you might get it. Okay. It's kind of like Jeopardy. Yeah, it's kind of like Jeopardy. Okay. So the answer choices are Wagner or Martinez. What's the question, and what would be the answer?
1: Um, is it who gets angrier on the pitch? No, oh, I think I thought I that'd would be a good one.
2: Which player is going to be um, headed to
0: another team? Yeah, you, you, yeah. Oh, see okay. just scored. Um, yeah, so my so my question was, who is more important to not sell? uh, They've they've both been rumored to be going overseas. Who is more important for the union to keep for uh, success? I think Uh, you know my answer. (laughs) Yeah, I I think I know yours. So you want to keep Wagner. Um, But he's another one tied to Leeds, and that would be pretty cool. Um, Luke, what's your answer?
1: I would say Martinez would be more crucial to keep um, because he's harder to replace. I think uh, Wagner's super, super talented, but I think... You can get away with a, a lesser left back than a lesser defensive midfielder.
0: Yeah, I was actually going to say that. I was going to say that same argument, but the other side. I was going to say, uh, despite being the Martinez guy here, or one of the two, I guess. Um, I feel <laughs> like Martinez has an easier path to replacing with uh, Flock and then put in McGlynn than replacing Wagner. I think Wagner.
1: I mean, um, you could put Flock at left back as well, and it'd be just well, as good. I think just as good. Uh, no, just as good as, just, going, just as good as replacing. Just as good as replacing him and putting him in, in midfield.
0: Flock Flock has a really hard time passing the ball.
1: No, I'm saying just as good. At, yeah, so he putting him at left back is is helping him.
0: All those crosses. I, Wagner gets on. Yeah, he but like that's because Wagner's system. so good at he that. Who's our best? Uh, okay. if, and if, um, if you
1: put McGlynn in, in front of him, you're not missing any passes. You're not losing any passing ability.
0: I, yesterday was National Brothers Day, and I'm going to cancel it. Because, <laughs> oh,
1: man. Okay. Uh,
0: okay. Um. Alright. So, solid work. Dad got the question. Uh, and you both missed the oh. answer, somehow. Was it
2: or sir? The wing and tie.
0: Looks like offside. Mm-hmm. Alright. Um, this one is going to be... I'll give you another easy one. Another easy one. Gazdag <laughs> or Carranza? The upside
1: I'm going to say, who do you think will end the year with more goals?
0: Hmm. That's is that.
1: Is that that's not the question? It's,
0: it's going to end with more more assists? Mine is so it's a combination. More who's more important to the offense right now? Gazdag or Carranza? Hmm.
1: The answer is Gazdag.
0: I think the answer is Gazdag. Yeah. Right, right. yeah. Yeah, and granted, I did make these questions two weeks ago, so still um, holds. Still holds. Yeah. Um, this one is gonna be a tougher one, but uh, Gazdag or Elliot?
2: Gazdag or Elliot?
1: Is it who's paler?
0: (laughs) No, that'd be you, man. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Is the most improved, most improved on this year.
1: Or Elliot? I feel like Elliot's been pretty consistent.
0: I, I feel like he's taken a big step this year. That's that's okay. my thing. I feel like he's been a lot more involved. I mean, he's even taken a couple free kicks. I I think he's. It was, it's a credit to him, not a slight to his past, but more just like I feel like he's stepped up to be more of a dominant player. But okay, yeah. And and wasn't bad in the past either. He he just wasn't uh, acclimated. Yeah. Yeah. Um so like neither So, uh, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty, so that's a bad, bad question you're saying. Bad question. Alright, cool. So you guys <laughs> have to talk to. You'll get one right soon. Uh Harriel or Carranza?
1: Uh most surprising.
2: Yeah, I'd say the unexpected
0: base, value base, to the team. Yeah, base it was newcomer.
1: Oh, okay okay newcomer.
0: not that harold is exactly a newcomer but new basically newcomer um but yeah
1: <laughs> you're putting holes in every one of these questions that you're making
0: no yeah yeah you must <laughs> say again so who who would you say is the uh best newcomer Harrell or carranza
1: uh, i go with carranza because we needed a new stri- a striker we, we had Bizo, and i think harold was an upgrade but not wasn't like a, an actual need
0: uh-huh uh-huh yeah i agree with that yeah yeah um, but yeah, two, super awesome. Yeah. All right. Now this one is my last one. I did write this. I'm going to change it. Now. Um, Blake or God's dog.
1: Uh, team MVP.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. I had it a couple weeks ago as Blake or the field.
1: That's, hmm. hmm. it's still tough. I, I feel like reasons he buys. I want to say almost Gazdag, just but I could. You could also make the reasons bias that for Blake too. I, I that's a tough one.
2: Yeah, Blake. It's so easy to take Blake for granted. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: but yeah. every game though he saves. It's, he saves a, a yeah. clear goal.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like we need to see. It's like it's like. You don't know how good Olympians are unless you put like a regular guy in the in the 100 meter dash and then you see how fast they really are. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you need a regular person in to see how good Blake is at goal. Yep. Then you can really appreciate him a lot more. Um, I guess you could do the same thing with a uh, at the ten, but yeah. But especially if you have Martinez playing, you can. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could take Gazdag out. Martinez still <laughs> is leading the team in distribution, but I don't know. You can play through him pretty easily. Guy takes a lot of shots. He's bound to hit one. Uh, cool. So that was, that was fun. one. That, yeah, that's good. That's pretty I, good. I like that yeah. one. Yeah. I feel like that was better than I expected. And, uh, yeah, I've been sitting <laughs> on those questions for a while. So. Nice. um, Cool. So we got New England coming up. Right now they're losing to NYCFC in the Open Cup. They haven't really put in any of their main players, maybe a couple for a cameo. Uh based on my theory from before where the union really get up for big games and lesser games, they just kind of play down the competition. I don't know. I don't know where new England fits in that realm of, are they going to get up for this one? It's an away game in a football stadium. Uh,
1: I think, I, I think there's enough of like a small rivalry between these teams that I think the union will get up for it, even though, New England isn't exactly the New England of last year. Um, They still have a lot of talent. And I I think this should be like a a bit of like a grudge match in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I think they'll get up for it. I I think it should be a pretty competitive tight match. Um, And definitely it seems like New England rests all their, their key players tonight. So they'll, they'll be fresh for tomorrow or for uh, this weekend. So that, yeah, It it
0: feels like like a one, one to me. Yeah. And, and like, I guess we'll have to see how the game actually gets played to, to see how that one-one feels. Obviously, my prediction will be us winning, but um, yeah, yeah, it's it's.
2: New no, uh, no, England gives up a lot of goals. They're they're one of the top goals scored against mm-hmm. um, in, in the league,
0: uh, which is which is interesting. So I guess they haven't had Turner the entire season either
1: that's true he just he just came back though
0: yeah he just came back yeah um
1: yeah i don't know i I feel like it's gonna be a tight one i think we we should be able to squeeze it out and i think this portland victory kind of takes the monkey off their back from all the ties and the kind of slump that they were they were having that that i feel like they'll be able to click And, and this that that portland game showed that the like revitalized you didn't playing like in the way that we saw them play to begin the year so i i think they should be able to continue that and 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 get a, a nice performance at new england
0: and i i don't think we'll have ua back i think it i don't think you'd make him travel up there to play on that turf
1: yeah i feel like it probably makes sense just to shut him down and let him rest through the international break
0: right even yeah. even without Carranza
1: oh right that's so annoying that he's out oh we we forgot about that um
0: geez so we've got burke santos and probably not Uwa.
1: yeah that that does change a lot actually darn i
0: i did enjoy paxton in his time i felt like this was one of the games where he um was more involved this past one was he was more involved than he'd been in the other games granted he got actually got real minutes compared to his last three minute cameos
1: I, I think, yeah, reminding of uh, remembering that that, that crown's the yellow. I think I'd, I want to see the Christmas tree and have Paxton in there and then have Santos at the tip of it um and, and you know, Paxton in the next to, to Godstock. I feel like that would be the most effective way to use to use the roster right now. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, cool. I feel like I feel like you could probably just put Martinez up top too. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. <laughs> all right do you guys have predictions for the, the game
0: oh gosh yeah without carronza hmm. i'll say 2-1 i'll say 2-1 i'll give a homegrown a goal and god's a goal all
1: right i was gonna i'm gonna say 2-1 dad do you, do you want to go next i'll say 1-0 1-0 unit yep 1-0 union oof I'm going to say...
2: Martinez will get scored. (laughs) (laughs) that
1: would be
0: hilarious.
1: Oh, man. Um, I'll say 3-1 Union. Just because.
0: Just because.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, man. Any goal scorers?
1: (laughs) No. All-own goals. Across the board.
0: (laughs) Yeah. How would that work in betting? Because, like, Uh, you can pick no goals. Yeah, I don't
1: know. Um, but no, I'll let's say, play. I'll say Santos and then a gauze brace.
0: There you go. Love yeah. the brace.
2: Mm-hmm. I like what happened in baseball a couple of weeks ago where the team didn't get a hit. And oh
0: yeah. Oh. only one. Yeah. Yeah. That's right.
1: Let's, yeah. let's pull it off. Let's do it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're at a football stadium. So what's the equivalent?
1: Hmm. I, I don't know.
0: Not scoring an offensive touchdown, but a defensive like, score to win there. the game. There you go something there's something return
1: there.
2: field goal or extra point I don't know. all right let's
0: uh, let's let's really let's break it down let,
1: the next let, let, let's end it let's end it guys
0: all right cool well thanks for listening to the podcast thanks Stupid dad for being on and uh keep on being good people union goal scored by